free beer? Let me tell you how at the end of this spot. From Alter Genius Brewing Company, it has everything for a true craft brewery experience. Try their brilliantly crafted brews, creative house cocktails, cider from a few bad apples, and a full kitchen with a spectacular array of tasty dishes at their brewery in Ambridge. Or try their new trailside tap room on the Montour Trail in Imperial that's sure to have something for everyone with 20-plus different craft beers, ciders, and cocktails. Treat yourself to a brilliantly crafted brew at Alter Genius Brewing Company and tell them Tim Ben sent you for a small pour on the house. Barber school? Do you hate your job? Looking for a change? The Barber School of Pittsburgh may have your cure. Locations on Banksville Road and Monroeville. Day and night classes available and rolling now at bsp.edu. Get your degree in as little as nine months. Financial aid available. Now accepting veterans benefits. Barber School. Yes, Google Barber School of Pittsburgh. bsp.edu. bsp.edu. Again, bsp.edu. Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Tuesday's Breakfast the Benz podcast. Tim Benz along with you on the Fans First Network looking ahead to the start of the Robert Morris hockey season. After a two-year absence, the program is back. The Colonials were cut from the RMU budget following the 2021 season but after a long hard battle to get back on the ice the programs have been reinstated and the men's team will resume play on October the 7th at home on Neville Island at Clearview Arena game time is at 7 p.m. there's a women's game at 2 o'clock against St. Anselm in fact though the women start their season on the road this weekend against Union out in Schenectady, we're going to talk to Logan Biddle, the head coach of the women's team, later in the week here in the Breakfast of Ben's podcast. But yesterday, Derek Schooley, head coach of the men's team, announced the captains for this year's club as it gets back on the ice. Six players have been given letters. Riley St. Ange is going to wear the C. He's a fifth-year grad student transfer from Mercyhurst, also played at Alaska Anchorage to start his career, 25 years old. So a ton of experience there, probably the main reason why he's wearing the C. Also, Dallas Tulick is going to get an A. He'll be one of the alternate captains, a graduate student as well, a forward from Ferris State. Then a couple names that might sound familiar to Robert Morris hockey fans, Gavin Goulash 
and Cameron Ebert, two of the holdovers from the previous iteration of the Colonials. Mitch Andrews and Luke Johnson are also going to get A's. So that's six players. might sound like a lot. No, not all six will be wearing letters on a night-to-night basis. St. Ange and Tulik will have a letter every night. St. Ange, the captain, Tulik, one of the alternates, and then they'll rotate the other guys home and away. But I thought it'd be a good place to start with Gavin Goulash, one of those guys who is coming back and playing with the Colonials after working through the absence of the team to get it back on the ice. One of those who was instrumental keeping a pulse going for RMU hockey, keeping a face on RMU hockey, that yes, there were still student-athletes behind the team that was left behind when the university decided to scratch the programs and He was out there, one of the 12 skating players, when the men's and women's teams combined forces after the reinstatement was announced. Six skaters aside and one goaltender on the women's side practicing for over a year uh, just to keep the program going and keep themselves in shape as they waited for opening night to roll around. And that is coming up for both teams here in the next couple weeks now that full practices for both squads have been underway now for about a month. But let's hear from Gavin Goulash, redshirt junior forward from Red Bank, New Jersey, one of the alternates for RMU when it comes to their captains here on Breakfast with Benz. It's a huge honor, obviously. I mean, to be named captain anywhere, it's obviously a really humbling experience and something I take a lot of pride in. But, I mean, especially being one here, it's, you know, it's even more special just because, I mean, obviously when I was a freshman, I looked up to those kind of guys that, led the way when when uh we did have hockey and then you know going from then to not knowing if you were ever going to play hockey again let alone play for rmu and um you know now that it's back it uh makes it a little bit more exciting who were those guys remind me captains when you were freshman was it mckellian and percusic is that who it was uh we had nick jenny and percusic wearing the c's and then we had uh in spellacy and brendan mckellian wearing wearing the a's what was it specifically that you took from those guys? What were those qualities that made you look up to them? Um, just that they were very approachable. I mean, there wasn't ever a day that, you know, they came into the rank with a bad attitude. They're always ready to work. I mean, um, just having the pro attitude of trying to get better every single day, as well as being someone that, you know, is there for, for other guys to come to with questions, advice, anything like that. I mean, they were someone that, um, you know, I still keep in touch with to this day and people that I look up to a lot. What advice might you seek from them now that you have the role? Will you contact them? Will you reach out to them? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've still kept in touch with a few of them um, here and there. But, you know, I don't know, just how to carry yourself every day. I mean, obviously from seeing those guys, you can kind of pick up on, on the little things that they did. But, um, you know, just how to handle certain situations. I mean, stuff like that. When you mentioned before having the work ethic and having the attitude, no matter how good or bad things are going, how important is that this year with this team? Because it is a relaunch. It is a team that is going to have to come together in a hurry um, and coalesce. And that's not easy to do uh, when you've got what amounts to almost an expansion hockey team. You're not an expansion program, but it's a new roster. How hard is that going to be for you guys to remind yourselves if, if you do stumble upon some hard times early? Yeah, I mean, definitely. It's like you said, it's a, it's a whole pretty much entirely new group of guys that, I mean, a couple guys have played with each other here and there, but I mean, for the most part, we've all really never played with each other until this year. So 
I mean, obviously there's going to be ups and downs. Um, I mean, just with any hockey team, any hockey season, there's going to be ups and downs. And I think, you know, just keep it, keep it even keel. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. Don't get too hard on yourselves, but um, you know, just bringing the same attitude every day, trying to get better every day. And I think results will, uh, will show. Why did you decide to stay? Um, I mean, there's a lot that goes into that. I mean, obviously hockey's going to end one day, but, and you got to get your education in, but I mean, I love Pittsburgh. I love the people here. I mean, the people that I've met here besides like outside of the hockey, I mean, it's, it's been, it's been a really awesome experience being at Robert Morris. I mean, obviously besides all the negative stuff that happened in the summertime, but after my freshman year, but, um, I don't know. I've made a lot of friends here that I feel like I'll keep in touch with for the rest of my life. I mean, I love the area. Um, so yeah, I never really saw myself leaving. What additional role or what additional responsibility is on the shoulders of you and Cam and Matt and the guys who stuck it out and stayed through about just showing people around, getting people used to the campus, the the rink, et cetera? Um, I mean, nothing crazy, nothing extra that I feel like guys wouldn't do on a normal on a normal year basis with new guys coming in. I mean, I just think that's part of it is being one of the older guys. Um, but no, I am looking forward to keeping some of the traditions alive that, that we had in the past and um, not letting those die. How'd you stay focused through all those practices that you had when it was intermingled with the women's team and you guys were just practicing against each other the whole time that had to drive you a little crazy. Yeah. I mean, there were some days were definitely tougher than others. Um, I mean, it was, it was tough some days, but I mean, you can always look at, look at the positives and know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and that eventually one day we were going to be playing hockey again. And that day's coming up pretty soon here. So we're getting excited. Whatever sacrifices you made by not taking your talents to another team or whatever sacrifices you made by waiting things out here, do you expect the payoff to be all the more when you know that you were part of something that came back, that you're going to be captaining a team that came back? Yeah. I mean, regardless of being a captain or not, I think, I think opening night's going to, going to make all the waiting worth it. To be honest, I've been, uh, I've been looking forward to that day for, for a long time. I think about it every day and it's getting a little weird thinking that it's getting really close here. Yeah. What was that first practice? Like when you had the whole team knowing that that was going to be the goal. Oh, it was awesome. I mean, it, it honestly, it felt a little bit weird at first just because I feel like I got, got a little bit used to just having the 12 of us out there. But um, <laughs> no, I was smiling ear to ear the whole entire day. It it, uh, it started to feel like normal again. I started to feel like a hockey player again, which was something that I've missed a lot. What's it going to mean for you guys to see the women on the ice? I know they actually they take to the ice first. They're going on their first road trip, right, this weekend? Yeah, yeah. We actually, a couple of us got to catch their uh, exhibition game yesterday and um, I went with a couple of my roommates and it was kind of surreal just being there for the national anthem and seeing Robert Morris hockey on the ice. It, uh, it kind of hit me in a spot. I didn't really expect it to. It was, it was cool seeing it. So I'm excited for them. I know they're excited for us and it's going to be a lot of fun. What hits you just seeing the jerseys back out on the ice again? Yeah. Just seeing the whole team stand across the blue line, doing the national anthem. It was something that, you know, I never, obviously never thought was going to happen again at certain points. And, you know, to see it in person for the first time in so long, it was it was really cool. So last thing about the team itself, what are you noticing? The players that you got, you know, I noticed that there was some experience that came on board to the blue line. 
maybe not so much experience, but lots of youth and uh, newness to the forward units. What are you taking away from the practices so far? What have you learned about the team? Uh, I think we're going to surprise a lot of people, honestly. I think, um, like you said, I think we had a lot of experience with a lot of guys that have played a lot of a lot of college hockey and not even just played, they played big roles on their team. So um, I think in that aspect, I mean, it helps a ton, obviously, finding out. Well, I mean, these guys all bring something different from – each team they played in, we have guys from different conferences, all that kind of stuff. So we have different play styles, which I think has gelled really well so far together. And then, like you said, we got a lot of youth up front that's that are pretty hungry to prove themselves. So I think uh, I think we're going to shock a lot of people this year, which is which is good. Have you allowed your mind's eye to go to opening night and thought to yourself what that first win is going to be like, what that first goal is going to be like, what the opening shift is going to be like? Have you played through that in your head? Every day. What's it look like? Uh, it looks like a lot of people there. It looks like a lot of excitement. And, uh, I don't know, maybe a few tears of joy. Who knows? All right, so my thanks to Gavin Goulash. Let's now get to the guy who will be wearing the captain's C. That's Riley St. Ange. Once again, a Mercyhurst transfer, one of three different Mercyhurst transfers on this team. Also coming along with him, Cade Townen, a six foot one, 185-pound defenseman who is a graduate student, and Paul Most, a graduate student who's from Butler, coming back locally to play for another season with the Colonials. But Riley St. Ange will be the captain for this team. Derek Schooley, the only coach the team has ever known, giving him that honor, and St. Ange excited about it. Definitely not what I was expecting. Uh, I, knew, I knew I was one of the older guys coming in here with uh, a lot of experience in that stuff, but just seeing that... Uh, this team's been together for such a, such a short period of time, but um, I think we've came close, and it's pretty honorable for uh, for me to be able to wear this letter, and that means that the guys believe in me and are looking up to me. So um, there's really can't put it into words, but I'm excited to get uh, the season going and hopefully lead this team to some, some success on and off the ice. Yes, this is your fifth year, right, for college hockey? Yes, it is. Why continue? Why keep going? And, and why do it with Robert Morris coming back from a two-year absence? Um, I've always heard good things about Robert Morris. Um, I've known a couple guys that have been through the program who have uh, played here years past, and they've only they've only said good things about the organization, the school, um, the coaching staff, and all that. Previously, I was also uh, part of Mercyhurst, where Matt Nicholson was uh, also an assistant coach. He was uh, he was a guy that I relied a lot on during those time, during that year that he was there. Uh, we had a good connection and that that kind of stuff. So um, it was when the option came up to continue my college hockey after after last season, going through an injury and missing three months of the year, um, kind of put it in perspective and kind of made me look at going that fifth year option. And there was uh, with the option of Robert Morris coming back, I wanted to be a part of something. Uh, create hopefully a foundation for many, many more years to come. And, and yeah, put Robert Morris back on the map and hopefully bring back a championship like they uh, like they had before they were shut down. You mentioned Matt Nicholson. I, I think you said you talked to some other guys who had played here too. Uh, who were they? Who else did you lean on for advice about coming here? Uh, the biggest one was definitely Brandon McHale. Brandon McHale in. Um, he played here for yes, three years. Um, before transferring to uh, Ferris for his for his senior year, and then um, and then obviously Mercyhurst, where I played with him, he was a guy that he obviously wore a letter here um, during his time, 
and he was a guy that I leaned on for questions, talked to um, about the city, talked to about the coaches, the the experience that he had and the development. He uh, held this uh, held this school and um, coaching coaching staff up, and, and he couldn't say enough good things about it. So he was a guy that uh, I trusted a lot with his words. You mentioned uh, missing some time at Mercyhurst with an injury. What was it again? What did you have to go through? And, and was that part of the factor in deciding to come back? Because you maybe felt like your 2022-23 season was not complete. Was that also a factor in your decision to keep playing? Yes, that was definitely a big factor, obviously, graduating and that stuff. Um, you think about moving on and going, going to look and play pro. But, yeah, unfortunately, my season was kind of taken to me, uh, taken away from me a little bit. And I knew that there was kind of personally with COVID being getting that extra fifth year, um, I thought it was a good, uh, good uh, way to pursue obviously more education as well as obviously develop and try to get that, uh, that obviously that last full year of uh, college hockey and, and be able to set myself up to play to play after my college career is over. So that's definitely, uh, that definitely was a big impact. And yeah, I think there's just some, some unfinished business, uh, still that I kind of want to complete at the college level and that stuff before, uh, before moving on to the next chapter. So you're 25 now. Um, you said you graduated. What, what are you working on now? Are you getting like uh, a master's or what are you getting? Yep. Yeah. I'm doing a uh, master's in instructional leadership. Um, so that's like, uh, about a year and a half program um it's it was the one uh it was the option that was something that i was looking at prior to uh but it wasn't um it was wasn't offered at mercyhurst and it was um the option that i wanted to do here because it's i'm an international student so it has to be uh both online and in class right so um this was the only options for uh the masters that i could do so from an academic standpoint, coming here was necessary to keep playing. Could you have played athletically? Like if, if you had found, for instance, a different program to go into at Mercyhurst, would you have been allowed or, or no? Did you have to play somewhere else? Um, no, I could have I could have stayed. I decided to make the choice to leave um, and join the portal and, and, and see what kind of my options were uh, coming out of there. Um, and yeah, so then Robert Morris, I talked to them. Uh, previously when I was in the transfer portal after my freshman year um, because of COVID getting shut down, uh, shutting my program down in Anchorage. Um, so I was talking to Robert Morris and I decided to end up going with Mercyhurst, which in a way could have uh, could have been bad if I came here because uh, Robert Morris obviously shut down that following season as well. Um, but yeah, so I decided yeah that I wanted to move forward and try a different experience and go and go to a place where there's a lot of excitement, a lot of hype and a lot of support going for the, for the hockey program and everything. And obviously with the reboot, um, there's, there's a lot that needs to be done and I just want to be a part of that experience. And yeah, like I said, create that foundation. How well do you know Cade and Paul and how much does it help to have two other Mercyhurst guys here? Um, yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely know them a lot. I mean, uh, play the last two and a half seasons with them uh it, it was great uh kate and i were kind of both going through the experience at the same time when when we were talking uh to robert with to coach schooly and 
and uh, Coach Nicholson and that stuff during the recruiting. So they made it easy um, on us and doing that kind of all together because obviously it is another stressful uh, stressful time having to try to find a new home. So, um, no, it was good. Um, I'm, I'm happy that they're both here with me. They're both players on the ice that are going to, that are going to be impactful in, in both their own kind of unique ways. But, um, yeah, no, like, uh, like I said, uh, I'm excited that, that they're both here with me. And yeah, definitely made the transition a little bit easier. What has Derek asked of you in the captaincy role? What does he want from you to lead this team? Me, like, uh, be obviously being a fifth year with, uh, with over a hundred games played, he wants me to bring that, bring that kind of cool, calm, collective, um, personality and uh, traits that that I know that obviously with this young team that we're going to need, um, we're going to need that all all the leadership group uh, from uh, yeah me all the way down to you, Cam, all that. We're although they haven't played, um, they're going to need to bring. We're all going to need to bring that um, yeah positiveness. Um, make sure that we are holding guys accountable, but we got to know that frustrations is, isn't going to be a part of it. And we're going to have to make sure that we communicate and talk with these, uh, the younger guys and, and obviously the older guys as well, and make sure that we're all on the same page and yeah, just be that kind of shoulder to lean on, um, as we're going through here, the first couple, couple weeks of the season, because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of highs. We got to, there's going to be a lot of highs. There's going to be a lot of lows. But we've got to make sure that I'm, I'm keeping everyone even cool and, and all of that. So we don't get, uh, when I was talking to Gavin, he said that he thinks you guys are going to surprise some people, that the talent and the makeup of the roster is maybe better than what people will anticipate for a team that's getting relaunched and recomposed like this. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more with them. Obviously, it's, it's a different time now when you're rebooting a program. You obviously have the opportunity for a transfer portal, and I think the coaches did an amazing job with the guys, with the older guys that they brought in. Um, they brought in guys with experience, all from different divisions, who are conferences that have some big, big teams in it. Um, so they're bringing in their own, their their own experience, their own um, um, skill set, and everything. And and with the young guys as well, there's a, there's a lot of them that are just eager, eager to learn, um, eager for success. And and like I said, it's, we've always talked about uh, being that foundation level for right now. It's obviously with the reboot year, so there's a lot of guys that want to come in here and make a statement. And yeah, prove those prove those people wrong uh, with obviously or show those doubters kind of what this reboot year is going to be about. So no, we're excited. I and yeah, I couldn't agree more with hopefully coming out here and uh, yeah, surprising a lot of people. Okay, so my thanks to Riley St. Ange and to Gavin Goulash. We will be sure to check in with the Colonials in advance of their game against Bowling Green next week. You'll hear from Derek Schooley one more time. And like I said, some of the players and Coach Logan Biddle from the women's side later this week here on the Breakfast with Ben's podcast.